2: Happy Thanksgiving. We're taking a day off to do all of our usual Thanksgiving things. So the following is a rerun of our most downloaded episode of 2023. It's the June 29 episode titled Why And of course, David has to explain that word to me in this episode. The Supreme Court had just overturned affirmative action. David blurted obscenities while on the air with Stephanie Miller. Trump announced his plans to deport socialists and more. So kick off the holiday season with this goth ninjas classic episode, and while you're digesting your meal, think about subscribing to the Patreon page at bobseskashow.com, and now let the Thanksgiving cartoons begin.
3: The Bob Seska
4: Show. Bob Seska. Hi, Bob. Hi, Bob. Hi, Bob. Hello. The Bob
2: Seska Show. From our nation's capital, it is Thursday, June 29, 2023, and this is the Bob Seska Show on the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network. Hello there, I'm Bob, almost on vacation.
0: Hello, Bob.
2: Hi, day 890 of the Biden-Harris administration, 495 days until the 24th presidential election. You can find me on Instagram, Seska, Twitter, Seska underscore go, Spoutable, and all of the other social media platforms. Just Bob Seska for those. And of course, our Patreon page is BobSescashow.com. And sitting right over there, it's the Goth Ninjas, yeah. It is uh, Spicy Jody Hamilton. I don't know. I don't know how you're sitting here, Jody. After what? This, I've only been
5: up since three. What?
2: I know since scary o'clock. <laughs> Stupid <laughs> o'clock.
5: Insane o'clock. Yes.
2: That's right. Uh, StephanieMiller.com. Also, FreeSpeech.org. To continue to watch the lovely and talented Jody Hamilton on the Stephanie Miller Show all week. Yes. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, Patreon.com/slash/FromTheBunker and. David T. Rex Ferguson, his music project is Astral Summer. That'd be patreon.com slash astralsummer. The writing is superb over yes. there. Yes, Excellent. Really enjoying David's contributions to his own Patreon <laughs>
6: I didn't know you were you guys were reading. That's so sweet. I'm yeah, it's. I'm having a blast. Like you know, it's like I said on the Stephanie Miller show. Blogging is dead. Long live blogging.
5: Um, <laughs> you mean after or before you said fuck or after or before you said shit?
6: Oh, I thought it was two fucks and a shit. It was only no, it was one fuck and a shit. one fuck no. and one shit. <laughs> I was right on the verge of saying the f-bob again when I was talking about my senators.
4: <laughs> yes, you were.
6: Because I, I am the only state. We, Georgia is the only state in the country with two fuckable senators. Okay, so, <laughs> so at the in very spirit, last minute, it was like, boinkable is what I think they
4: said. I, yeah,
5: you said blinkable, exactly.
2: <laughs> so in spirit, there was a second F in there that you had teed Indeed. up. Yeah, it was in the on-deck In circle. my defense,
6: I, never... I had just washed out my mouth with soap, and I couldn't do a thing with it. So... Um, <laughs>
2: See, that's uh, the F word is my fatal flaw. That's like the thing that I wish I could somehow disabuse myself of the fact that I copiously say the F word all the it's time. It's a good word. And of course, it's a great word. I'll never forget the story. I always tell this story. So listeners it's of the show. been around
6: like a thousand years, too. Yeah,
2: of course. Fornicating
5: under consent of the king.
2: I remember when I was a delivery guy for Domino's Pizza. I was friends with the manager, oh, wow. and one day he pulled me inside and said, Hey, Bob, you know, you'd make a great Domino's manager, except you say the word fuck too much.
6: <laughs> That's it. You wait to blogging and never said, look back. So and I was said, like, <laughs> fuck yeah.
2: On one hand, I'm going fuck, and on the other hand, I'm going, Domino's manager. Which am I going to choose? And I've chose the F word.
5: I am with you on that. It's a good yeah. word. Like George Carlin said, it's a it's a noun, it's a verb, it's an adverb, it's an adjective. It's a great yeah. fucking word.
6: Yes. I, I but I did have a really wonderful time. Thank oh, you Of course. That was fun. That yeah. was a very yeah. fun we should time. We do it all the time.
5: And I could see you, which was nice.
2: I always love watching uh, Chris Lavoie have to dive under the console to hit that dump button. <laughs> Poor thing. <laughs> It needs to be like a giant red button, like the jolly candy-like button from that Ren and Stimpy episode.
6: The when big I, red candy-like button. <laughs> well, <laughs> they, they basically
5: it's under there yeah. so that he doesn't hit it accidentally. By mistake, yeah. cuz yeah. when I was when I was learning how to tr- to run the board, I asked Sean, I said, "Why is it down there?" He goes, "So we don't hit it."
4: Yeah.
2: By yeah.
5: mistake, cuz I would have it up and very loud dump button right there and up kind of high not low so you're not yeah, gonna you hit it you set your coffee
6: on it mm-hmm. yeah
5: not like up on the wall or something away so that you have to actually get to it, but still not. I mean, he has to dive under that desk. Yeah, well, he's you, not a. He's a big guy. He can lift my house.
2: What you have to do is get one of those latches, like they have with the nuclear launch codes. You know, there's like a <laughs> there's like a little cover over the switch that they have to flip up and then they throw mm-hmm. the switch. That's what and you the need. Two over there.
6: people have to throw the switches simultaneously from opposite sides of the room.
5: <laughs> yeah, mm. but we only have seven seconds when somebody says fuck. So.
6: Well, That's a whole other thing. I mean, I've done many, many hours of radio
2: using a delay so I could take calls live on the air. And I swear to God, I still couldn't tell you how a delay works (laughs) and the dump button works. It's still, it's like, has something to do with the space time continuum.
5: It does. Yeah. It does.
2: Like, Oh my! I'm, am I seven seconds ahead? Seven seconds behind? What happens when I hit the dump button? Do I go back in time seven seconds? Yes,
5: you do. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's so weird. That's its
5: special purpose. But
2: Jody, you're doing an awesome job this week, uh, as you. always.
5: There was a guy on Twitter that said I was the worst, and I was like, "Aw, you try this, you asshole."
2: We got this friend Sean Bishop, who's an animator on Prodigy. By the way, sign Carlos Alice Rocky's yes. petition to keep Prodigy going on Paramount Plus. <laughs> So that's a mandatory thing. That's everyone's homework for the next two weeks. Go to Carlos Alice Rocky's Twitter feed. Mm -hmm. Click on that petition. Anyway, so Sean and I were talking about how awesome and centered you are, Jody. How much of a pleasure it is to hear you. Uh, uh, guest hosting that show because you've just got you. that even keeled, unflappable attitude. It's it's so good. You're so good. She's so
6: show. tired. I could see on the monitor. She was so sleepy that oh, it was yeah. like, is this an emergency? No. Okay, continue to process at regular speed.
5: I basically you know? it's it's because I get up normally at four, so it's a little earlier. Yeah. And yeah. and it's like three is. Early and then last night Travis emails me at like six o'clock. It was the last thing I checked before <laughs> I went to bed. Wow! And he goes, six. Mm. "I'm like, what are you still doing up?" And he goes, "Wait, I, I'm up till 9 I'm like, "No,
2: <laughs> yeah, you." Because I can't
5: even fathom the job that he does and the job that Chris does. Yeah. And Stephanie five days a week staying up that late.
2: Right, right. Mm. As soon as uh, Travis told you he was going to stay up till nine, you went. <laughs>
5: Oh my exactly. God. No, I emailed the. I, I I today. I said. I said. I said to him today, like, dude, please don't stay up too late. He goes nine o'clock. I'm like, no. I mean, it just sounds. It already sounded late to me. Yeah. Yeah. But even worse when I'm sitting in... and then and then next week I'm, uh, Travis is on vacation, Wednesday through Friday, and then the following Monday and Tuesday. So I'm there for three weeks in a row.
2: You know, sometimes I have considered actually recording this show during morning show hours, maybe not 6am, maybe like 7am. There's something about being up and talking at that hour Mm -hmm. that there are fewer inhibitions. I don't know what it is. I just, for some reason, feel more comfortable. Talking into a microphone early in the morning—I don't know what that says about hmm. me. I, maybe Stephanie is the same way. There's just some this sort of this is how I came
6: up with morning zoo, I guess. Yeah, maybe. probably your your internal editor is still sawn logs snoozing away while you're just like blah blah blah. Yeah, the super uh, ego is like completely checked out while the did. Yeah, right right. Mouth.
5: I mean, if if I were lucky enough to get a, a job in radio, I want it in the morning for a number of reasons. Yeah. One, you're—I mean, I. I I visited a friend, and, um, her son, in the hospital. He's got mm-hmm. uh, cancer, unfortunately. Oh. And I, I emailed her. and I said, I want to come over and give you a hug. And she goes, I would love that. I said, I get off work at 9 a.m. She goes, off work?
4: <laughs> yeah. I'm getting
5: up at 9. I'm like, honey, yeah. by nine, 9 a.m., I've been up six hours. I mean, I'm ready for that You know, cocktail at the end of the day at 9 a.m. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's oh, like, I can't believe you like the bakers
6: right. Yeah. The people I work with, they get there at four. I'm the slacker. I'm in the last one in the door at seven. Mm -hmm. And uh, everyone else has already been there and they're all wide awake and I'm coming in all bed faced. You know, just like. Yeah.
2: Speaking speaking Uh, of you, David, what everyone's hearing in the background is chainsaws. There's guys with chainsaws outside of your house.
6: Yes. A giant top section of a tree, like a whole third of a tree, just sheared off on Sunday. Okay. And came. It's like. 12, 13 feet long and about oh. eight, 7, 8 inches thick Yeah. and when it came down I was like sitting out there on the front porch with just a, she- a thin sheet of aluminum awning over my head and <laughs> wow. the storms blowing up and the temperature here dropped like 22 degrees in 10 minutes, it went from 90 degrees to 68, it just like boom. Yeah. and the wind was insane and I hear this crack from the sky yeah. which is never good no, no <laughs> never, never, ever um, and I was like, limbs are falling, and I like lunged for the door, but before I even got there, it was just like boom, and the ground shook, the house shook. Yeah. Uh, oh my god!
2: Well, it's, it's, it's good. like
6: living in California,
2: right? <laughs> it's a good thing you didn't lift off from the <laughs> from the wind. Oh my God. Well, I'm glad everything's okay. And
6: that uh, only happens when I wear my hoop skirt.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Honey.
2: (laughs) So uh, (laughs) today is the last free show before our two week vacation. And I. I'm sorry if I get weird on today's show. That's the only reason why. Well, I mean, other than YouTube being here. Well, it's it's always gotta be my fault. It's Jody and David. It always makes me weird a little bit. But then compound that with the fact that I'm vacation Bob right now. I'm just like, oh God, I'm so ready for it. We're doing an after party tomorrow. But beyond that there will be nothing until the next track politics. Should just let bucket. the after
6: party just be you and Kimberly doing bong hits and then playing with helium balloons so your voices are super high and then laughing at each other. <laughs> that sounds awesome. like an
4: idea.
2: I think that may actually <laughs> well, end up
6: happening. <laughs> yeah, like, for an hour.
2: Yeah, great idea. I'm going to write that down. We may end up doing that. I just, I'll suggest that. Because as soon as I tell Kimberly, she'll be like, well, yeah, of course, let's do that. But anyway, so uh, I hope everyone enjoys their Fourth uh, of July holiday coming up. Don't don't blow your hands off with any firecrackers, like Saul Rosenberg.
3: Doctor's office. Hi. Oh, hello. Hello. <laughs> hello. Yes. Uh, we had some fireworks that were left over. <laughs> From, yeah. from the 4th of July and I blew one off in my hand
6: oh. <laughs> <laughs> hello,
3: hello oh boy listen I was lighting firecrackers <laughs> that were left over from the 4th of July and I when blew did you do this oh about a little while half okay. an hour okay what kind of firework it was a firecracker <laughs> okay it looked like you know when you finish with the toilet paper the empty tube Yes. It looked like that, about that size. OK. <laughs> and, uh... It's not a firecracker, mm. that's like an M-80 then. Oh, boy. It's big, and it. Uh, my hand does not look good. <laughs> I suggest that you go to an emergency room. Yeah, this was a firecracker, and the fuse, and all of a sudden... What you can do in the meantime is get a oh. towel fantastic oh. a towel it's stinging me like crazy you know these firecrackers my god i can't even really i'll tell you i don't even see fingers but maybe it's just because i'm numb and stingy <laughs> oh boy oh boy i really did it good this time okay. okay let me wrap this up and i'll see you with my nub <laughs> okay. right my classic nub. okay she i like her going okay
6: okay fine The best part is. Do you know nurses? Have you met a lot of nurses? That's pretty much the response to everything. Oh, yeah,
5: I do. I have two friends that are nurses. Get them in the exam room. Okay. We'll
6: see what we can do. (laughs) Yeah,
2: Yeah, this guy's fingers are blown off, and she puts him on hold with that hold music. I'll see you with my my dog. All right, let's get down to business here. How about that? We've, we've had we too much to, fun uh, here. Yeah, this I know. is much
4: more fun.
2: I know everyone's going, hey. Aww. Play more prank calls. Um, no, but there's a... a we should very... prank call someone. Uh caller ID. Yeah, caller ID. There's a way to block that, though. Anyway. Yeah,
5: there is. Yeah, there's a way to yeah. block
2: it. I'm up to speed on all of the prank call tricks. Yeah, and techniques. More dings. So um, the majority white Roberts court has overturned affirmative action today. This yeah. was the other shoe that that was going to drop with the Supreme Court, this is maybe why they decided to uh, create those new uh, black majority districts in those southern states.
4: <laughs> likely. They,
2: yeah, because they knew this was coming. I mean, I don't know exactly if that's the reasoning behind it, but it seems like a quid pro quo kind of thing. Where, well, so we're going to give you this, that, like, but we're going to take this for us.
6: You black know what I mean? People are equal now and people of color and indigenous people, so we don't need it.
5: It was no. They the argument was Fourteenth Amendment bullshit.
6: Yeah, exactly. So. So in other words, the affirmative action is now only for uh, <laughs> old white, white billionaires women? with business before the court and the justices they're trying to buy.
2: Yeah, I mean it assumes that, uh, or John Roberts is assuming that this discriminates against white people.
4: It does so not. It's
2: a matter of equal protection is what they ruled on this.
4: Yeah, for that God's was sake. Yeah.
6: Yeah.
2: And of course it was a six to three vote, the three being the normals on the court.
6: The earth one people.
2: In a ruling divided along ideological lines, the high court's six justice conservative majority found that the universities discriminated against white and Asian American applicants by using race conscious policies that benefited applicants from underrepresented backgrounds so that's essentially it so it goes away except for white people this is a point that you made on the stephanie miller show this morning jody yeah and i'm just gonna read this tweet from michael harriet he's a writer and a board Mm. certified i don't even know what that word is but anyway uh this guy uh, (laughs) spell it for us w-y-p-i-p-o-l-o-g-i-s-t
6: White peopleologist. White peopleologist. Oh my God! I, I just didn't even notice exactly. that. Okay. All right. Nice. Let me interpret from the ghetto for you. <laughs> I wasn't even gonna touch Excuse that. Excuse me, stewardess. I speak Yiddish. <laughs>
2: Jesus. So he tweeted here, he said, before you begin your think piece, the Supreme Court did not strike down affirmative action. Admission preferences for legacies, donors, yep. employee yep. families, and special recommendations are still allowed. The court struck down affirmative action for everyone except white people. Yep. So there oh, it is. Gosh. It's this whole idea that you can somehow discriminate against the vast majority of of the population, the population, mm-hmm. the part of the population that's in power right now.
6: It's wildly overrepresented already at Ivy League schools and in the exactly. government. Exactly. I
5: mean, it's, it's, uh, I was telling Chris off air today, I said, I, I applied to UCLA. Uh-huh. And once you apply to a UC school, you may not be accepted to that school, but you could be accepted into the system. And I didn't say that my mom was a graduate from there. I could have. I that was not in my application. I yeah. probably would have been accepted. I was accepted to use the Irvine, Davis, and Santa Cruz. Yeah. Which means had I gone to either of any of those schools, I could have eventually transferred to UCLA. But I didn't I didn't use that card. Mm-hmm. I could have.
2: Of course. That's the privilege that we all enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um here's Justice Katanji Brown Jackson as part She's of her so descent here. She said With let-them-eat-cake obliviousness today... (laughs) Get him, girl!
6: (laughs) Damn, she's one of us.
2: I love that reaction. Uh, With let-them-eat-cake obliviousness today, the majority pulls the ripcord and announces, quote, color blindness for all by legal fiat. But deeming race irrelevant in law does not make it so in life. And having so detached itself from this country's actual past and present experiences, the court has now been lured into interfering with the crucial work that UNC and other institutions of higher learning are doing to solve America's real-world problems. No one benefits from ignorance. Although formal race-linked legal barriers are gone, race still matters to the lived experiences of all Americans in innumerable ways. And today's ruling makes things worse, not better. The best that can be said of the majority's perspective is that it proceeds ostrich-like from the hope that preventing consideration of race will end racism. So there is uh, Justice Ketanji Brown-Jackson, one of the three normals on the court. Uh, Yeah, well, you know... Decisions like this have other ramifications beyond the law, beyond admission practices, beyond the pointed focus of the decision itself. When you make decisions like this, it gives tacit permission mm-hmm. to the worst of the worst to let their awful instincts out in the open. Yeah. And yep. so that's a secondary consideration that they haven't even looked at here. In voting to strike down affirmative action, knowing that this decision will allow Republicans to say, oh, there's no more racism. And while at the same time,
6: <laughs> I'm sorry.
2: Yeah. while at the same time, <laughs>
6: yeah, I know that's where you were going. And yet I just I spit took.
2: <laughs> right. <laughs> sorry. Uh, but in the meantime, cops are choking out black people in the streets. And that all continues. All of the different examples of racism that we can come up with still apply today. Mm -hmm. We still see these things today. I mean, my God, I always think about this in terms of our generation, in terms of Generation X. While on one hand, we're in this new era of enlightenment. On the other hand, we all grew up around some of the worst racist tropes. I mean, there was a a chain of restaurants. at least here in the East Coast. I don't know what it was like in the West Coast, but we had a chain of restaurants here uh, called... Uh, oh, Sam. don't say it. Sambo's. Uh, okay. You know what I'm talking uh, about? Yeah, I know the one. Yeah. I mean, it was part of just everyday life. I mean, they've taken them down now, but I mean, and, and this applies to Mexican-Americans, but there was that tourist trap thing, which still exists at the border of North Carolina and South Carolina. It's called South of the Border. And oh my God, the billboards. <laughs> The billboards were horrendous and they, that you would see them from, for like 150 miles each way on I-95 to and from south of the border. It was an amazing thing in some of the worst ways possible. But these are all things that we have grown up with that still, I think, resonate with significant portions of our population. I know people who are very likely celebrating this Supreme Court decision, thinking uh, that Kevin somehow, McCarthy
5: being one of them.
2: Oh yeah. Well, I don't know Kevin McCarthy, but yes, I know of Kevin McCarthy. <laughs> I mean, I, <laughs> I, I know people personally who are like probably going, yeah, uh, white people are oh. discriminated against with affirmative oh. action. No. Was that th- not the case at all? Yes, exactly. I'm just going to scream this. No! No! Thank you, Captain.
5: They so- were screaming
6: 999 <laughs> ag- against it. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, meantime, here is Justice. You know,
6: that's what uh, Hitler said when they tried to make him go to rehab.
2: 999. <laughs> <laughs> 999! Nine, nine. Nine, nine, nine.
6: Yeah. <laughs> so uh,
2: this is uh, Justice Sotomayor's reaction. She wrote today this court stands in the way and rolls back decades of precedent and momentous progress it holds that race can no longer be used in a limited way in college admissions to achieve such critical benefits in so holding the court cements a superficial rule of color blindness as a constitutional principle in an endemically segregated society where race has always mattered and continues to matter. The court subverts the constitutional guarantee of equal protection by further entrenching racial inequality in education, the very foundation of our democratic government and pluralistic society. Because the court's opinion is not grounded in law or fact and contravenes the vision of equality embodied in the 14th Amendment, I dissent. So that was uh, Justice Sotomayor.
6: And history, will I mean... Good for them for saying, like, look, we they're crazy, okay? Because yeah. <laughs> it, it really is a just absolute de- straight-up bonkers denial of the facts on the ground. I, I would expect that the schizophrenic woman who was walking circles around the bakery van when I tried to get into it this morning would probably have a better grasp of constitutional law than this. Yeah, You know, like, yeah. uh, it just uh, – it's like we – but it's just, you know – Mm-hmm. Uh, and William F. Buckley, was it who said a conservative is a person standing at the flow of, of history going, stop? Yeah. I'm maintaining more that a hit conservative is a person standing athwart the flow of, of history with their fingers in their ears going, la, 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 la. You yeah. know, they're just yeah. like, I see nothing, I hear nothing. My ideology is going to somehow change the facts on the ground.
2: Yeah, I mean, you don't even need to look at the most violent examples of racism in our society. All you need to do is. Go to any random street in New York City and watch for white people hailing cabs versus black people hailing no cabs. No shit. It's just still walk into the dining
6: the- hall of any university in the country yeah. mm-hmm. that isn't a historically black college or university. Yeah. Yeah. It will be, be like, if there are any black people on site at all, mm-hmm. they will be a small group and they will be the people working there.
2: Yeah, yeah. So what's the case in California, Jody? I'm unfamiliar. They, there's no longer affirmative action in California, right?
5: Uh, since 96. And wow. I just learned this today. We suck.
2: The reason I'm asking you is I heard it on the show this morning when you were hosting.
5: It was Pete Wilson. So he signed this into law outlawing affirmative action. And apparently UCLA and other schools have figured, a, as Travis called it, a reach around. Um,
2: that's perfect okay
5: um, so I I had that's why I said today I'm like all the regents and all the UC schools and all the Cal State schools I mean private schools I don't know if they have to worry about this because it's public versus private but Mm -hmm. Harvard's private and so UNC wasn't but Harvard's private Yeah. but regardless there's a way for them to work around this or reach around as Travis would say (laughs) Um. Because basically, it's even in the ruling, yeah. as awful as the ruling is, it states that applicants can state their um, problem with racism, depending on their race, and sexism. Well, sexism is not in this ruling, which is what's fucked up about it. If you're going to hmm. fuck it up, fuck everything up.
4: Yeah, right,
5: um, right. <clears throat> it's very specific. Um, and so, basically, students that are... Submitting their um, applications can say, "Hey, I'm black, I'm Hispanic, I'm Asian, whatever they are," uh-huh. and go, "This is my appreciation or horribleness with regard to racism," so that the school can then decide based on that
4: story.
6: So, if you're black or Latino, or you have to, that's what your entrance essay is going to be about.
5: It's going to have to be anymore. Regardless, I, mean, I, I just know that UCLA and other other UC system schools are going to be getting a lot of phone calls.
2: Yeah.
5: Uh, Before next fall. I mean, this is now new, and people have already been accepted to colleges at this point. Mm -hmm. So it'll be next fall's. I swear, my
6: nose just started dripping blood trying to understand this
5: (laughs) i know it's fucked up like you're gonna if
6: you're trying to get into like uc davis school of photography Mm -hmm. and you're gonna be you have to talk about in your about being a black photographer i don't
5: i I don't know what the uc system has been dealing with this almost almost 30 years so those are the regents and and the people that you need to talk to every other college on the planet in the country. That to me
6: just seems like such a, like, you know, sing and dance for us. You yeah. It's just like that. It's
5: almost that, but it's the way that they can be as diverse. And they're not that diverse, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> I
2: mean, what we're also talking about, though, is the context of 2022, 2023,
0: 2024
4: mm-hmm.
2: politics, which yeah. includes this immense political backlash against anything that can be defined as woke. Yep. And what that is inherently is a racist political position. Yes. It's a Can i go to define
6: woke just real quick since nobody else can apparently do this. Enlightenment. Like, when every time they ask anybody, like, you know, governor says, what does woke mean? He's like, well, Democrats are trying to, you know, and it's like, D- what, define the word for yeah. that poor, mm-hmm. pitiful little asshole. I don't remember her name that was on. Some other asshole show, and they asked her to define it, and she just completely Yeah, the froze. one that wrote
5: the book on it, right?
6: The, yeah, exactly. The one who wrote an entire book about woke being anti-woke, and then they asked her to define woke, and she can't do it. Yeah, yeah. Because they would have to admit that woke is being aware of structural inequalities in society with regard to race, gender, uh, and other immutable characteristics like orientation. Yeah. That's all it is, but mm-hmm. that's like... We can't have that. Right. Which to me is like, so you're asleep, that's your thing? We're unconscious. We have to be unconscious. We can't be woke. We can't be aware. We need to be as dumb as possible.
2: Right, right. Well, this this anti-woke movement, which is basically the entire Republican Party right now, is infiltrating all levels of our society from uh, boycotts against certain corporations. Uh, We're talking about every level here. And there, because there are people, I mean, that's part of the strategy to infiltrate all these This is what happens when you live
6: for spite. Yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> it's like when your whole thing is based around people who you hate and who make you mad, it leads you to all kinds of ridiculous contortions. And, yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, so what's the, I mean, what's the consequence of this anti-woke movement? You're going to find people within institutions who are making decisions against black people simply because they believe they're suffering from the woke mind virus. You know, that's the attitude that requires affirmative action. It's like anti-woke politics is the new Jim Crow, in a sense.
5: Yeah, absolutely. And so that
2: requires affirmative action uh, more than ever, as far as I'm concerned. Because now there's real political... It's no longer happening well, I in mean, the, the shadows.
6: Definition, yeah, well, the definition, the thing you're waking up from, is the status quo.
2: Yeah, exactly. And it's no longer happening in the shadows. It's happening out in the open, where they are happy to underscore how brutally racist they are. Or at the very least, in the very softest language, they support policies that are inherently racist by taking this anti-woke position. I mean, there are entire media platforms that are built around being anti-woke. So this is the, one of many hurdles that people of color have to jump these days. And John Roberts comes along with his, na- his bullshit naivete and says, oh, well, there's no more racism anymore. We gotta protect these white people because see, all these white people are unable to get into college, which they apparently don't like and hate because it's a platform for wokeness. I, it's, it's all very confusing. Mm-hmm. The white people who are voting for Republicans right now
6: fucking hate academia. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's not like they're lining up. What's going on there? Exactly. Yeah,
2: Yeah, exactly. So they're walling themselves off in some of these religious institutions, these uh, uh, charter schools, and things like that.
6: And this is the other thing they they feel like they're being discriminated against Mm -hmm. because of their religion. (laughs) Okay, sure, folks. I have news for you. Religion not an immutable characteristic. This mm-hmm. may come as a huge, this might knock you over dead. Yeah, but you can change your mind mm-hmm. about your religion, but you cannot change your mind about your race. God,
2: such a good point. Yeah, yeah.
6: <sighs> I just, yeah. but they, they, they think it's like you know, there. I mean, like I, I, I will die before I'm not a Christian. It's like mm-hmm. no, you actually won't. But. Uh, yeah. Um.
2: Well, here's my favorite president reacting to this ruling. Barack Obama tweeted this today. He said, "Affirmative action was never a complete answer in the drive towards a more just society, but for generations of students who had been systematically excluded from the most uh, systematically excluded from most of America's key institutions, it gave us the chance to show we more than deserved a seat at the table." In the wake of the Supreme Court's recent decision, it's time to redouble our efforts. Well said, Mr. President. Uh, Michelle Obama also wrote like a four paragraph thing that she posted on her Twitter feed too. It's uh, pretty long, so I'm not going to read all of it, but I'll just give you the first paragraph here. Back in college, I was one of the few black students on my campus and I was proud of getting into such a respected school. I knew I'd worked hard for it, but still, I sometimes wondered if people thought I got there because of affirmative action. It was a shadow that students like me couldn't shake whether those doubts came from the outside or inside our own minds. But the fact is this, I belonged. And semester after semester, decade after decade, for more than half a century, countless students like me showed they belonged too. It wasn't just the kids of color who benefited either. Every student who heard a perspective they might not have encountered, who had an assumption challenged, who had their minds and their hearts opened, gained a lot as well. Great point. It yep. wasn't perfect. Yeah, yeah. education,
6: folks. That's what it's for. Bingo. Near horizon.
2: Yes, college to me is 85% socialization and 15% education.
6: That's about how I treated it in yeah. terms of <laughs> studying, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Well, well mean, there are different kinds of socialization. I was like, yeah. I'm hanging out. I'm in college. That's what I'm supposed to do, right? Yeah.
2: Yeah. But I mean, I, my experience in college was really about learning to live on my own. Engage with people who I didn't grow up with, who I was just meeting for the first yeah. time. That's an invaluable resource. That's why Absolutely. I will always promote the idea of not only going to college, but going away to college.
5: I agree. Yeah,
2: it's so important. I
5: mean- I went to four different high schools, so going to college was like, whatever, dude.
6: Yeah. yeah. Um, I just... <laughs> I, I, I'm from a military <laughs> family, so I learned to make friends at. Exactly. Yeah. Same
5: thing, right? Good, and good so research. I went to a boarding school prior to moving into college,
6: mm-hmm.
5: and so I didn't want to live in the freshman dorm, because those people are nuts, because <laughs> uh, it's their first time away from yeah. their parents, most of them. So I was like, can I get in the sophomore-junior dorm, please? And I was lucky enough to... Be in a dorm where people actually understood college. Yeah, but I mean, I enjoyed the socialization. I mean, my roommate, she's from Antioch, California, which is a little teeny tiny little town. Teeny tiny. Teeny tiny in Northern California. Teeny tiny little town. Mm-hmm. And I'm still friends with her. I'm still friends with a bunch of people from that school. Yeah. And and I, it was a small little. It was super expensive private school. Thanks, mm-hmm. mom and dad. Um, but <laughs> it's like. To, um, I, I think I've told you guys this story. My friend Dale, when he realized it, well, when he wanted to come out, mm-hmm. he came. He called me up. I was a junior. I was in my apartment because I didn't have to live on campus anymore. So in my apartment, he calls me. I need to come over. I'm like, oh, OK. And so he comes over and he says, I have to tell you something. I said, what? And he goes, I'm gay. And I said, uh-huh. He goes,
4: <laughs> duh. <laughs>
5: <laughs> he goes, wait, you knew? And I said, yeah didn't you? He goes, why didn't you tell me? So, I mean, (laughs) it was the cutest thing ever. It was the most
3: adorable thing. I thought you
6: knew. I thought you knew you were gay. I figured you
5: already knew. Um, But he was like, he was like, do you know, he first realized in college at like 19, 20 years old. And then my other friend, Scott, also gay. He's been with his now husband for over 30 years. See, Uh, straight relationships break up more than gays once you, once you hit it. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so Scott came (laughs) he called me one night and he goes, I had a, I had a wet dream about you. Oh. And I went, and he was concerned that he was straight. And I said, oh no, babe, no, no, no. You're still a gay.
6: I'm just that fucking hot.
5: (laughs) I know. Trust me that if you've seen the bad pictures of me. Anyway, um. It was just like, honey, straight people have gay dreams and gay people have straight dreams. It's just a dream. Mm. You're still the lovely gay man I know you.
2: (laughs) Awesome. I
6: saw a t-shirt that said, I'm sorry I hurt your feelings by calling you a dick. I thought you knew. (laughs)
2: All right, on that note, uh, still to come on today's show, Rick Scott says people who believe in big government aren't welcome in Florida. We're very, very sorry, Buzz and Marsha Burbank. Uh, yeah. Trump's stupid response to the Bedminster tapes. Looks like Rudy Giuliani might flip. Oh, he's flipping.
4: <laughs>
2: Yeah. Rudy Giuliani's uh, going to go through some things here in the not-too-distant future. It's despicable. Yeah, if he hasn't already. Plus, uh, Bedminster surveillance video. We're going to talk about that. Uh, Trump is suddenly woke. Speaking of woke, apparently Trump is waving the woke flag now. We'll talk about that, too, and a whole lot more still to come on our big Thursday show. But today's podcast is brought to you by the After Party on our Patreon page. Every single Friday, Kimberly Johnson and I record a fourth Bob Seska Show podcast for the week live from our refrigerator But this one is different from the usual Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday shows. The Friday After Party podcast is loaded with all the politics you want, while also including uncensored, completely obscene conversations about sex, drugs, movies, television, our personal lives, all the crap we can't get away with on the free show. So please help support this podcast by subscribing to The After Party for $10 per month. And bonus, you're also going to get two Shadow Docket shows every week included in that level of support. That's the way it will always be. bobseskashow.com or just click the all caps Patreon link beneath the logo at bobseska.com or just patreon.com slash bobseskashow. And we thank you.
0: CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you.
2: Track from the great Circe Link and Christian Nesmith. Mm-hmm. This is a satellite from the greatest Prague album ever recorded. <laughs> it's called Cosmological. I'll let them know. I mean, you know. I mean it. I mean every word of that.
4: Be yeah. Free.
2: I love this album so much. In fact, for yesterday's interview show, Circe and Christian were supposed to be on the show. Uh-huh. And there was a sudden scheduling conflict. Suddenly something came up. The Marsha Brady. Really? Did
5: did you break your nose, Bob, on a football?
2: I did. I'm so sorry, Cersei. No, I'm kidding.
4: Uh,
2: Yeah, she had a a family commitment that came up yesterday. So, yeah. So, what we did is we postponed yesterday's interview with Cersei Link and Christian Nesmith to July 19th. Can't wait. When we're going to do a track-by-track breakdown of this album find out They're everything the there is to know oh my god jody i'm so glad you introduced us to uh, <laughs> cersei link and christian nesmith because this album i can't stop li- listening to it it's the best yeah so good
4: uh
2: especially you don't even have to be into prog rock to appreciate no. this it's just uh-huh. a just a great album i mean mainly because of hooks like this this is so good Okay, see, I'm vacation, Bob, so I'm that indulging myself in. Uh, that's a great. Some amazing music, yeah, so, so fucking good.
6: Okay, no, I yeah. Had a time at AdFest last weekend, did I tell you guys that I performed the goth karaoke song, "Goth Karaoke Night" at "Goth Karaoke Night"? Oh, so hey! All right. Yeah, that's gonna be out very soon. Um, oh, that's so great. I keep saying I'm going to like, okay, I'm going to watch this video. I'm going to learn to master my own music. And I get like to minute 11 before my brain stops absorbing information. <laughs> <laughs> and then after that, it's just all like, wah, 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 wah. I'm trying, folks. but I'm probably going to end up sending it to Lonnie again. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry, Lonnie, if you're listening. Well, just keep us posted
2: he's, on that.
5: He's been, he's been taking care of our pool. There's been an issue. so
2: There's an issue with the pool.
6: Now you've got a hot pool boy. <laughs>
5: I know. Do. Have
6: you got him out there in a little speedo with a net thing? Like
5: you know, I wish he were to wear that. <laughs> um, no, we actually we were. You could we
6: probably were, convince him.
5: Mm. Oh no, he would. He'd just. He'd rather walk around naked. Um, but
6: <laughs> okay, Tommy Lee. Um,
5: exactly. I don't think his penis talks. <laughs>
6: Did you say was that talks at the end there? Talks. Oh, yeah. okay, got it. All right. If it hasn't uh, spoken to you by now, Jody. I'm pretty sure it's not gonna suddenly pipe up in the middle. It of It speaks day. to
5: me in different ways, David. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, but no, we 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 were quoted thirteen thousand dollars to resurface our pool, and I'm like. Mm-hmm. Ah. Wow! And then he found some primer and stuff that our pool man's fine with, so he did all this work the last week and a half.
6: Oh, good for him! Excellent.
5: Yeah, it's crazy what he's done, and so yay! Excellent. He
6: needs an inside project. For I'll Mm -hmm. go ahead and I'll send this along today.
2: (laughs) 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 Okay. Whoa! I was just about to change the subject and I coughed. Okay, so uh, Rick Scott says people who believe in socialism and big government are no longer welcome in Florida. Here's uh, here's gangrel creature Rick Scott from Lord of the Rings. Sooner Rick Scott here. Let me give you a, a travel warning. If you're a socialist, communist, somebody that believes in big government, I would think twice.
7: Think twice if you're thinking about taking a vacation or moving to Florida.
2: You know what that's going to do? I'll just pause right here. You know what that's going to do? I feel like going to Florida now.
6: It, yeah. make, it absolutely makes me want to like, go to Florida. like, hey, let's mess with Texas. You know, like, yeah, let's yeah. Fucking with, let's fuck with Florida, you fucking wang of a state. Don't tell me not to do something. Rick Scott <laughs> yeah, I should not be on camera doing anything ever. He has the opposite of whatever charisma is. Right. Like, I mean, he's yep. got those crazy fucking eyes and that reptile face. Yeah. And Skeletor. And we know he's a fucking Medicaid fraud criminal of, like, mm. the most prolific criminal in history yeah. with regards to Medicaid. Fraud, and yet here he is, like posturing. Because he, you know, he doesn't he's, care if socialists come to Florida and spend their money. He wants them to. Come, he wants everybody to go to fucking Disneyland, whether he says it or not. Yeah, yeah. They make money.
2: Rick Scott is just tall Gollum. Sad. That's yeah. what he is. He's Gollum with better right. posture.
6: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
4: That's right.
2: But he, maybe he's like in between Gollum. Remember that part of Return of the King where we see. Smeagol slowly turning into Gollum. So maybe like Mm. Rick Scott comes out of his cave where he eats live fish up close with the squirting juices. Maybe he's at that stage where he's halfway through. And Bailey's from his shoe. (laughs) 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 Let's get back to this Rick Scott tape.
6: We're the free state of Florida. We actually don't believe in socialism.
1: We actually know people and we, some people are not saying lived under it. We know people lived under socialism. It's not good. It's not good for anybody. So if you're thinking about it, if you think
2: about to Florida and you're a socialist or communist, think twice. We like freedom,
6: liberty, capitalism, things like that.
2: Uh huh. Fuck them. Yeah, I agree, Bob.
6: Scripted at all. It, it,
2: uh, yeah, no,
6: he's so full of See, shit. Like I know about socialism because it happened to my cousin's best friend. Right. <laughs> like, it's it's well, totally like he's talking about his girlfriend at another school who lives in Canada. You know,
2: the worst part about this isn't just, okay, if your ideology doesn't line up with mine, you're not allowed to come here. I mean, that's pretty bad. Right. But what's worse about this is how he's taking his own supporters for the suckers that they are. He's banking on the fact that... That they don't know that the American economy is a mixed economy, part capitalist, part socialist. That's the way it is. And if Rick Scott doesn't like the socialist part, he can feel free to give back all the federal aid that Florida receives yeah. and all
6: the fucking Medicaid he pocketed. For right. fun
2: well, savings, yes, that's
6: government money too. Like, exactly. Yes, Medicaid. But I mean, is have a- you heard modern country music? <laughs> <laughs> yes because it's just like a parade of brand identity right like right. i'm a truck driving camel smoking jean where you know and it's just like it's i mean i could write a country song Yeah, to- and-
2: toby keith wrote a song about the red solo cups but anyway so the fact of the matter is though we're not a purely capitalist economy toby, in the united states that, by
6: the way that's a song professional songwriter handled that for him but go on the, go the on. red
2: solo cup song yeah oh yeah, you're, you're aware I'm- of that song
6: uh, totally. Oh, okay, dude. I live <laughs> oh, that's in right, I Georgia. Remember? <laughs> that's true. Yes. I mean, I, I live in a nice little blueberry in a red bowl of soup. But mm-hmm. like, I mean, it's still, it still it comes in. It filters. Yeah,
2: yeah. But I, I, you know, I'm not sure the exact percentage of annual revenue that Florida receives comes from the federal government. Uh, I don't have that number at my disposal.
6: It's quite a bit. I mean, they got a ton yeah, of but money. All the red states get the most federal aid because they have the most Thank poor people. You. Yeah. The most illiterate people, the most you know, pregnant teenagers. And it's just this is a whole thing. It's they're like, we're going to completely fly by our ideology. Uh-huh. Like, what's this fucking face? The former vice president, the house plant. um I can't think of his name. Pence. Yes. In Indiana, when he was (laughs) like, we're going to take away all the family planning. We're going to take away all the clinics for women and STD clinics. And the fucking, they, like, it was the fastest, most insane HIV outbreak in history. Like, people got sick so fast in Indiana because they took away all the harm reduction. Mm-hmm. They took away all the training for people with yep. junkies and using clean needles. They took away all the STD testing. Yeah. They yep. took away – and so when you knock out abortion care, it takes care of all of these other – I mean, it destroys all these other things too. Yeah, because yeah. Because it has a knock-on effect with STDs and, I mean, and actual family planning issues, and it just – Uh, This is what makes me crazy Is when people like Believe that they can say I wish I wish I wish And I'll pray And Jesus will make it so And shit on the ground Gets worse Mm
4: -hmm. It's like thoughts
6: and prayers About guns Mm -hmm. Yeah Uh, It's like your shit It's not doing shit guys Mm -hmm. I need you to do more than that And you get up Off your fucking knees Yeah Roll up your sleeves And change some shit And do what Jesus Fucking said Yeah Thank you Oh hell yeah Feed some hungry people Take in the sick and the people who are not like you Mm -hmm. and give your money away. Pray and home in your closet is what he said. Like, keep it to yourself. They will know you by your works, not by your words. That's what the fucking New Testament says. But they want to ignore that part. Yeah, There is no commandment. Thou shalt hoard thy fucking wealth.
2: (laughs) Well, I mean, this is something that even wealthy people avail themselves of. I'm talking about socialism.
6: I mean, more so, I they think, than people. They get more of it people. than we do. Yes, of exactly. course. There's <laughs> fucking handouts and PPP loans. How many yep. of you guys got a PPP loan? <laughs> Not there, me. Taylor got one. Nope. Matt Gates got one. Mm-hmm. That's fucking socialism. God, I hate them so much. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, here's a, a weird loophole in this anti-big government thing from Rick Scott. You know the Daily Wire guy, Michael Knowles, who's responsible yeah. for this anti-trans persecution yeah. that's happening in this country right now? Michael Knowles says that he's a big government conservative. Which basically means he's an authoritarian fascist. It means but he's I mean, a fucking fascist. Yeah, but I mean, he's he's claims to support big government. So I guess he's out. He can't go to Florida because so Rick what's going to
6: fund me. that
2: dick brain? I have no idea. You, They're so confused. Because nobody,
6: you don't want to pay taxes. You want to be a libertarian with big yeah. government. How yeah. are you going to do that? How are you gonna square that circle? This is I just the things that they walk around contradictorily holding in their heads at the mm. same time. I just I think does it make your ears bleed occasionally? Do you oh God, yes, all the time. With like a bloody pillow because you're sitting there thinking that Mexicans are lazy and yet they are these superhuman workers. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, well, well, I mean, at the same crazy.
2: time, at the same time, Rick Scott is talking about uh, making sure socialists and big government people don't go to Florida. Donald Trump wants to ban them from ever entering the country in the first place. Here's Trump talking about how he wants to ban socialists and communists from entering the United States if he's elected president (sighs) again.
7: Made them competitive. Today, I'm announcing a new plan to protect the integrity of our immigration system. Federal law prohibits the entry of communists and totalitarians into the United States.
5: Mean
6: his best he friends? might as well just be saying federal law guarantees lollipops and Mountain Dews to everybody. I mean, it's just like, <laughs> it's just buzz. It's just, wor- it like, yeah. gives them a little squirt of dopamine. How are you going to detract it doesn't say communist on your passport. No, no, no it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't say, oh, I'm traveling to the United States to go to Las Vegas, but I'm a totalitarian. That's pretty much like everybody that ha- Putin hangs out with. Yeah, exactly.
2: and, and how do you weed them out? First of all, do you ask right. them when they're entering, are you a communist? And if they
6: say yes, you kick them out. <laughs> but if you a- ask him again, if you said, well, Donald, what is a communist? Can you define that for us? Oh, no, he can't be- do that. No. no, there's no way. No,
2: way. he has no idea. He has no idea what communism means. I, they're very, very confused when it comes to that word, because they also think that fascism can be socialistic as well. They believe that the Nazis were socialists. Which is so strange. It's such a strange thing.
6: But they you weren't. know like, Well, because. Well, I mean, their de- the death of their World War II knowledge has come from Sergeant Rock comics. You know that, right? <laughs> That's true, yes, yes. So, so. I mean, they just, they really don't know fuck all about no, history. No, no.
2: And here's uh, more of Donald Trump not knowing fuck
4: all.
7: But my question is what do we do with the ones that are already here that grew up in. A- what do we do with Yeah. I think we have to pass a new law for them. Using federal Interesting.
2: Law- so the other thing he wants to do is round up anyone who has uh, who believes in socialism and boot them mm-hmm. out of the country, deport them.
5: So to- Bernie Sanders is number Where? one. That's half the economy,
2: guys. Half the Look- fucking economy.
6: Please Fire deport fires. me. Police. Deport me to Canada now. Oh my <laughs> God. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Yes, I'm a socialist. Please, Donald Trump, deport me. Deport me right on up to Trudeau country. Yeah. I'll get me some free health care and some maple syrup mm-hmm. and a pet moose. And I'll be super polite <laughs> to everybody. And I'll be like, how's it going? You out in a boot today? I mean, fine. I'll take it. <laughs> Such a moron.
7: And all Marxists.
6: That includes Harpo and yeah. <laughs> Groucho. Yes, that's right.
5: Zeppo. Zeppo it's has Zeppo to go. that we gotta worry about.
6: Yeah. We're we're
2: really we're really opposed to Zeppo. If your name is Zeppo, you can know because of Section Two F Five of the Nationality Immigrants Act, Zeppo cannot enter the country.
6: Because he's a I'm a Marxist. I'm a graduate Marxist. I shot an elephant in my pajamas. I an elephant got in my pajamas? I'll never know.
7: <laughs> Come to and join our country, must love our country. We want them to love our country. We don't want them when they want to destroy our country. Welcome to America. We want to destroy your country. Thank you very much. So we're going to keep foreign, Christian, hating communists, Marxists and socialists what? out of America. We're keeping what? them out of America.
6: Oh, Dude, if you're in charge, they don't want to come here. <laughs> you remember immigration like dropped, yeah, to like a net zero. Right. When he was, you know, like, yeah, I think getting shot, they no don't want to come here because they don't want to get shot and get stuck with a bill.
2: Exactly right. I was just gonna say, yeah, getting shot in the head at Target is probably not favorable to a lot of people right now. It's kind of a deal breaker. All right. Well, that's uh, that's that a-hole. Uh, meantime. He's really
6: didn't work in a good honk for us. I mean, it usually is how he... And yeah. it's how- <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> Right. He made sure to include one of those in there, too. All right. We're going to take another break, and we come back. We're going to go through this Bedminster tape, or I should say Trump's reaction to the Bedminster tape, because he's all mm. over the place. You know how we've always talked about how Donald Trump will contradict himself within the same sentence or the same paragraph? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, he totally did that in this tape, and then we'll talk about this bravado defense that they're, <laughs> they're trying this to wheel tape out.
6: I never heard. I sound so manly. Exactly. No, I never right. Saw, not heard. I saw.
2: <laughs> All right. One last break. Back with more show right after these words.
1: Okay. Picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road.
3: plays more music. Everybody, come
6: on, let's get down. Okay, got my rolling skates. Yeah, this is a great freak bass.
2: Yeah, one of the greats we play here on the show and he's a hell of a nice guy too Freak Bass yeah and we played I mean, uh, practically it's
6: like, like mirror balls just spilling out of the speaker into your lap pretty it much yeah. like, I'm like at the skating rink I can smell the hairspray on the girls on the Bonnie Bell lip smackers you know <laughs> yeah. like I'm so there
2: yeah you know who's becoming a big deal on Twi- TikTok right now is Freak Bass cool go follow him on TikTok he does all kinds of live shows jams and videos. He's also on Twitch. I think it's twitch.tv slash Freakbase.
6: You yes. yeah. may have to start using the TikToks.
2: Um, I'm on the TikTok. I, I am. I don't have the app. I don't have the app on my phone. I just uh, I go to the desktop version of it, upload my thing, and then I run away. <laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> That's how I handle TikTok. I just say, okay, here's a new video. Bye!
6: Okay, say yeah. bye. I'd run out of the room. <laughs> Please
2: don't That was like me
6: it. when we were all grieving together over J- Jody's kitty. And I was just like, all right, I'm on the floor. I'm not coming back. <laughs> Great show, everybody. See you next week. See
4: you later, guys. Please
2: don't yeah. follow me. Okay, uh, where were we here? Trump's stupid response to the Bedminster tapes.
6: Hmm. Uh, predictably stupid. The person who I hate the most on the Bedminster tapes is the fucking aide. Like, the, yeah. whoever that oh, the person is, her, like, yeah. licking his ass yeah. so vigorously mm-hmm. that her fucking tongue is, like, coming unhinged at the base. I mean, <laughs> it is so fucking gross and disgusting. And I'm just like, whoever you are, your parents didn't raise you to be this way, young lady. Well, yeah,
2: like, oh, my God. You better believe that she has been subpoenaed if she hasn't already. Oh, uh, hell yeah. She, she potentially handed Donald Trump the Iran document. Because here, he says, here, let me see that. And so someone picks up the document and puts it in his stubby little
6: hands. Hey, and let so me that, see that Can you I mean just once in your life please hand me that, you know. Yeah, I know. Thank you. I just <laughs> I fucking, it's so disgusting.
4: Yeah,
2: I know. I know. But uh, suffice to say she had her hands possibly. If mm-hmm. there could have been another aide there, who knows? was Waltonauta could have been standing there, but someone handed him that document because he asked them to. And so then they did. Because they're stupid, and he's he doesn't care about the people around him. He will throw them all under the bus if he has to. So anyway, let's but Does get, he
6: have like the boxes like with the lids off like all around him at this point? Like, or he, like? They're just he, a big pile. A desk.
2: It's it's a big pile all over his bedminster desk. It's a giant yeah. pile of papers. I mean, there were so many papers. I presume that that's why the Iran document is missing now. Yeah. His his attorneys can't find it. It's gone. It's vanished. Did they search Bedminster, though? Not yet. We're going to get to that story in just a second.
6: Okay. Yeah.
2: That's a thing. Bedminster is still a thing. And I'm s- guessing
6: he probably handed it over to the Saudis when they were at Bedminster. Uh, same, entirely
2: possible. Entirely you know, and possible. And they've
6: handed it over to Iran. Yeah, yeah.
2: Well, here's this uh, tape where Donald Trump is being asked about the actual Bedminster tape. So this is his reaction, his first reaction to it.
7: Everything was fine. We did nothing wrong and everybody knows it.
2: Okay, that's, he says that to ah. everything. He says that about everything. There was no quid pro quo. There is Perfect no quid pro call. quo. Perfect well, phone call. If you're
6: a and you believe that you can't do anything wrong, mm-hmm. that kind of cancels everything out. But like, let's just drop that for a second, Donald, and recast the question. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs>
7: everything was fine. We did nothing wrong and
6: everybody knows it.
7: Not everybody, we all
2: know oh, that...
5: Not even close. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, exactly. You're not concerned then with your own voice on
7: those on those recordings. My voice was fine.
2: Okay, my voice was fine, which is an acknowledgement that he's heard the tape.
5: Uh-huh.
7: Okay, just so we're clear about that. What did I say wrong on those recordings? I didn't even see the recording.
6: Okay, so he didn't see? even see
7: the recording.
5: Well, I mean, does one actually see an audio recording?
6: <laughs> yeah. Good not point. anymore, because yeah. they're not on reel-to-reel or, you know. Yeah, they're,
5: they're not on like, actual tape. an
6: iPhone. <laughs> Unless it's right.
5: you see the visual of the sound waves, you're not actually seeing an yeah. audio recording.
2: But maybe, here's what I think, maybe he believes that there's video. Maybe oh. he believes, yeah, because maybe it's not just an audio recording. Maybe we're only hearing the leaked audio portion of it, and there's actual video that goes with it. I mean, if you've got an opportunity to be in the same room with Donald Trump as this ghostwriter did, are you just making an audio recording, or are you going to avail yourself of the little teeny tiny video camera on your telephone to actually shoot video of the ex president? I don't know. I'm I'm choosing video myself. Um, and so it's entirely possible that he, he's admitting in a roundabout way that there's a video portion of all of this. So just bear that in mind.
7: All I know is I did nothing wrong. We had a lot of papers, a lot of papers stacked up. In fact, you could hear the rustle of the paper.
2: More confirmation uh-huh. that he's heard the goddamn tape.
7: And nobody said I did okay, anything. Exi-
6: <sighs> yeah. Yeah. It's just like I never saw it, but I looked fantastic. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. like make up your mind. Mm-hmm, exactly. But that's what I mean. He's
2: just, what he does is he says whatever comes off the top of his head in order to wiggle out of a predicament. His entire yeah. life is trying but to what? fix. This is
6: just where I'm at. Like, why do people believe it? Yeah. I mean, because they want to, obviously. But, but, I mean, but what If they, someone wants to believe something, it takes very little to persuade them. But. Yeah. but- well, we played a tape of
2: uh, Jim Comey uh, on Tuesday and he was being interviewed and he was talking about Trump supporters. And let's set aside what Jim Comey did before the 2016 election and just focus on what I'm about to say. Uh, Jim Comey has this analysis that I think is quite valid, that one of the reasons why they still support Donald Trump is because they're afraid to admit that they were conned. And so they doubled down on their support because they don't want to face the fact that they were fooled by this yep. obvious con man and yep. so that keeps them going back for more of this bullshit they just want to they're so desperate to save face
7: still of the paper and nobody said i did anything wrong other than the fake news which of course is fox 2. two. are there any other recordings that we should be concerned of uh, i don't know of any recordings that you should be re, uh, concerned with, because. I don't do things wrong, I do things right. Oh,
2: God, I'm a I legitimate never. person. Okay, let's wait, hang on, we missed that last part. The last part's the most important part, I think. Oh yeah, here we go.
7: You should be uh, concerned with because I don't do things wrong, I do things right. I'm a legitimate person. I'm a
2: legitimate person. Thank you, Michael Corleone. <laughs>
6: Now that he said that, I'm starting to wonder if his parents were married. Like, I mean, just because yeah. everything he says is a fucking lie. Yeah. So maybe we need to look at your birth certificate, Donald. Right, right. Well, I mean long form one. Don't
2: mobsters say that all the time. We're gonna yes. take our business totally legitimate. In a matter of time, the family business will be legitimate. Yep. It's it's oh my god, it's a mob word. Mm-hmm. So there it is. All right.
6: It doesn't mean, like, it, I mean, uh, grammatically, it makes no sense at all. Yeah. I'm a legitimate person. It means I'm not a counterfeit person. <laughs> right. Uh, so. I, just, the, I don't do things wrong. I, I mean, what kind of fucking psychopath are you, dude? Yeah. But everybody. makes mistakes. Everybody drops things. Everybody trips over things. Like, everybody makes mistakes, but not him. Never nope. he's. He's. He once thought he made a mistake, but he was wrong. Mm -hmm. You know, like, it just... Yeah,
2: Yeah. it's that toxic positivity of his. I mean, everything he does is trying to fix a previous fuck-up, whether it's a previous lie or a previous crime. So he's always got to stay. It's got to be a horrible way to live, trying to stay one step ahead of your own worst instincts. That's his entire life. That's why he's in all of these legal problems. That's why he's in so much trouble legally. Because that's he why he's
6: like has no other. I mean, he doesn't think. He yeah. doesn't have a sense of humor. He yeah. doesn't reflect on anything. His mental life is purely just like eat, kill, run. Right. You know. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. In fact, like
2: that's what Comey was saying. Comey was saying that he's got this reptilian cleverness. He said he's not a smart man, but he's got reptilian cleverness. And so evil Gemini.
6: Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, what right. I was saying. Tricky, but not smart. Just tricky.
2: <laughs> so, meantime, special counsel prosecutors have subpoenaed surveillance footage from Bedminster, much like they did from Mar-a-Lago, and fought a pitched battle with Mr. Trump's lawyers late last year over how best to search the New Jersey property. Th- the first thing I thought of when I saw this news come down, uh, this was uh, two days ago from the New York Times. What if there's video that matches that July 2021 tape yeah, in Bedminster? Yeah, there might be. Yeah, I mean, even if the ghostwriter didn't have the video camera running, the video part oh. of their phone running, what if there's a surveillance uh, yeah. video?
6: Yeah, of that, that same I thing. think. Went in. I think you are absolutely right. Now I yeah. can there see, like, a, a, an author as someone who's trying to do research for a book, just doing audio because you use voice notes for that stuff. Journalists do it all. I mean, sure. But surveillance video, that I think is 100% likely. Yeah, yeah.
2: Well, you know, I think as,
6: that's the nail.
2: As far as writing a book goes, there is this new dimension of the modern era, which is that it's very likely a book, especially one that's uh, political nonfiction, may actually get made into a documentary. So having video could be helpful in that endeavor if sure. the book is optioned for a documentary.
6: <laughs> did you basically just call me old? <laughs> uh, maybe. I, like, think whoa, I think I did. some Sorry. people, not, not, you know, Sorry, dead grandpa. tree writers, Ferguson, the yeah. grandpa over there, like, you know, they might take audio notes, but...
2: Yeah, C you know. Pops, there's this thing called uh, streaming television, where they like to have document.
6: <laughs> Um TV in a stream?
2: What are you saying, more? <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, it'd be very easy to synchronize the audio recording from Bedminster with... With surveillance footage, because they're going to try to blow holes through the audio recording. Say it's a deep fake or that it's selectively edited. What What's they don't—well, what they don't realize is that there are witnesses. There are people who are going to testify to corroborate the existence of that video. That, of course, they are. But there may be other evidence to show that the video is real. I mean, the audio is real, including the possibility of accompanying video. I'm just saying. <laughs>
6: I think he likes the idea of being on camera all the time.
2: Mm,
6: Sure. Except when he's in the bathroom or his hair's a mess.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, He's he's got a whole process for it. Like,
6: Nixon, I I strongly suspect that, like, yeah, every single moment of that conversation was documented by a camera in the study.
2: Right. Well, meantime, uh, we'll wrap up with this. Uh, Donald Trump is suddenly woke. (laughs) This is an amazing thing he wrote here on, was it Truth Central? Truth
7: truth Central.
2: He wrote... uh, Well, he quoted a piece from Reuters, fake news Reuters. That's another thing. Oh, my God, he's Uh quoting Reuters. Oh, no, it's always
6: true when it supports what he wants. Right, oh, yeah. That's the thing. It's only fake when it says bad things about him.
2: Yeah, starts out with this quote. It said, President Joe Biden and every living president except Donald Trump are direct descendants of slaveholders Jimmy Carter, George W. Bush, Bill Clinton, and through his white mother's side, Barack Obama. Mm -hmm. End quote. And then he writes, Reuters... So let me just stop right there. There's one more or two more lines in this uh, troth here. But I, I want to explain this Reuters piece. Yes, there is a piece by Reuters where they go through the ancestry of many, many public officials yeah. in existence right now. And you know who else? You know who else has slave holding ancestors? Trump nominated Supreme Court Justices Amy Coney Barrett and Neil Gorsuch.
5: No shit. Shocker. Doesn't
6: surprise me. I mean,
5: yeah, they're
2: the, uh, they're the only two justices on the list. Plus, as we all know, Fred Trump was arrested for attending a KKK rally and Donald Trump's acting as though he's like, the only
6: reason, I mean, the gene pool, of this country, this is the thing we are like, I mean, these, if you've been here, I mean, the first group of people here were slaves and slave owners. Right. The first, first people were a bunch of religious zealots Mm -hmm. that nearly died. Yeah. Until the natives took them under their wing and then we took away everything and gave them smallpox blankets but I mean the the the, the vast majority of white people mm-hmm. that were here were slave owners and so if you didn't die childless mm-hmm. you contributed to this collective gene pool. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, now, like, actually, I don't have any slave owners in my past because my ancestors didn't get here till after the Civil War I'm from Ireland. And the ones from Sweden were just too fucking poor. Yeah. So, like, but, I mean, it, yeah, of course. But this is, we all knew this. Yeah. The upper classes of our country have been a ruling class that stretches back for generations. And it takes very, uh, you know, years and years to launder yourself into it. Yeah. And yeah.
2: Well, I mean, if Fred Trump had been around when slavery was still legal, you better believe that he would not only have slaves, but he would
6: be. uh, Oh, yeah. No, the only reason Donald Trump doesn't have slave owner ancestors is because he's his parents are his children of immigrants. Like, you haven't been here that long. Exactly. Mm -hmm. If your family had been here long enough, Spanky, you would have some slave owner blood, too. Of course. But you were an immigrant. So it's a good thing that it separates your ancestors' family at the border.
2: So here's what he added here at the end. He said, I hope that every African-American in our country is reading Ugh. this right now. <laughs> and then he wrote, remember. Ugh. Sorry. Did you just make a Jody name? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and then he ended with all caps.
5: Remember. Uh, you, like the Central Park Five? I remember the Central uh, Park I Five. Sure. I remember what you had for breakfast.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, God damn it. Yeah. So, right. I, Trump is woke. What else can you say? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Maybe the Republicans will boycott him now.
6: Oh, anyway. no one has doubt. done more yeah. for the blacks than me. <laughs> it's just I want to die.
2: Oh, one last thing here. I I thought, I was going to say that was the last news story of the day. But Rudy Giuliani is here still. Uh, Rudy Giuliani recently Mm. met with federal prosecutors investigating Trump's uh, efforts to reverse the 2020 election results. The voluntary interview with special counsel Jack Smith's prosecutors comes as the grand jury has questioned the actions of Trump's lawyers, including Giuliani, and their baseless claims of widespread voter fraud. So it's possible that Rudy Giuliani ends up flipping under pressure. Oh, yeah. I think he absolutely does. Oh, no, I've does.
6: been hearing things. I mean, someone was tell- talking about it on another podcast. Of course, I can't remember which one, that word is flying that Rudy is terrified of dying in prison.
4: Yeah. No,
5: he's yeah. going to flip. Yeah, he's apparently
6: started gonna... drinking heavily. And I was like, started?
5: Started? Did he yeah.
6: started at happy hour on election day. Yeah, I remember I saw that. has not stopped.
5: Election <laughs> day 1976.
6: Yeah. Yeah. It'll oh. make you sweat motor oil, man. Yeah. <laughs> Don't drink, kids. Yeah. You will sweat black shit down your face in front of a lawn garden.
2: I mean, I know AI is writing a lot of this shit now, but where are the fucking editors to go, oh, yeah, Rudy always drinks. Yeah. I mean, who lets that line go and, and approves that without going, hey, you know what? He's notorious for constantly being soused. Like Otis from Mayberry. In fact, Otis from Mayberry seems sober, sober. and centered compared to yeah. Rudy Giuliani.
6: Yeah, a yeah. veritable icon of self-actualization compared to Rudy Giuliani <laughs>
2: right okay
6: so as
2: we wrap up the last free show before vacation mm-hmm, I know everyone's so sad right <sighs> sad it's I know sad. it's sad. it's sad except for
6: me'm
2: <laughs> I'm, I'm quite happy no offense to everybody but I uh, I need to take a break. Uh, if you need to
6: follow me, I'll be at my Patreon, patreon.com slash Astral Summer. I'll be blogging every couple days, if not every day, with pictures of shit I've done or what I'm cooking or we can hang out. Come that's on. That's awesome. Yes. All my posts have been public lately, by the way, just so people can come see what it's about. So oh, come crazy. on down.
2: Patreon.com slash Astral Summer. Also, you can find Jody Hamilton <laughs> at patreon.com slash from the bunker. That's where she is. That's where she lives. She lives inside that. I live in a
5: bunker and uh, in Patreon.
2: Yes. You've cut a little window just like you would if you made like a, like a, a a fort out of a refrigerator box.
5: Totally. As you would know with living in a refrigerator, you understand how big (laughs) those boxes are.
2: Yes. They're gigantic. Yeah. Especially our refrigerator box. Uh, Anyway. Oh, and by the way, you can find my uh, Trek politics podcast with Mary Trump trekpolitics.com it's awesome
6: folks i love it oh sorry it. have you have you heard
2: the stashwick interview holy god
6: not yet not yet one Today. of my favorite interviews it after the show.
2: yeah it's one of the best interviews i've been lucky enough to participate in he is so good and so entertaining and so interesting and fascinating
6: did I you wanna... remember to tell mary that i said hi and sent my love did you
2: uh no let's just say didn't. we did
6: yeah bob Bob Uh, I forgot I'm I'm not angry I'm just really sad about it
5: He's disappointed
2: (laughs) I know I'm so sorry Alright well you know what We're doing the Shadow Docket next That's on our Patreon page My Patreon page is Patreon.com show. We'll see you there Have a great 4th of July Don't blow your fingers off Bye bye